All right, oh, we're back. You maybe didn't expect us to see you on Friday after Thanksgiving, but this is our priority. We're consistent. We're doing this. So we're back. Hopefully everybody had an amazing, amazing Thanksgiving. Time is of the essence. Tell me about that. What is this one about? Well, so obviously that that line is in our residential sale contract. Uh, we're in Missouri. So I, I would assume that's in every residential sale contract, but I don't know for sure. Uh, but here, uh, I think that, you know, it can be taken a few different ways. Um, obviously, in terms of we have deadlines and so you want to respect those deadlines and you want to make sure that you answer, um, you know, when you're supposed to and stay in contract and respect the other parties involved. And so, you know, part of that is just time is of the essence. Um, but I also think that sometimes agents fail to realize that you, when you submit something, you know, the, the clock starts, um, and also you aren't protected until things are fully executed. And I think, I mean, gosh, that can be used in so many different forms, uh, within our business. Um, you know, you just have to be so mindful of when you submit something and knowing when your deadline is obviously, and making sure that your clients are protected. Um, but in this case we had an agent and it was interesting. They submitted an offer, uh, they, um, then received a counter back. Obviously that's a great feeling for a little while there. We didn't even really realize counters still existed because those weren't really happening. And, uh, so they kind of had a false sense of confidence, like, Ooh, got the counter. And the agents just said they had received another offer. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, well, you better, you might want to get that signed if your client's in agreement with the terms. Um, and he's like, well, I thought that they couldn't do anything once they, once we were in counter. And it's like, no, you know, time is of the essence. If you want to make sure that you get an executed contract, you have to sign that. They can always submit. They could, they can work another offer. Um, they can rescind their counter. Uh, so, you know, it ain't over till it's over. So time is of the essence. So then obviously that encouraged this agent to move more quickly, um, and make sure that their, their client understood that time is of the essence as well. But I think it's almost like an understated point in our contract and something that everybody needs to be aware of and, and respect that time is of the essence. The other thing is when we talk about, so you're talking about time is of the essence in regards to uh, deadlines, for example, to sign a contract, but there's also a more, not more important, but equally important time of the essence in a contract, which is at, and it's tricky because 11.59 and 59 seconds, you're still in contract or your contingencies is still able to be resolved, but we have contingencies that are resolved uh, on that 1159, 59 seconds. And then when the clock flips, if nothing's been done, for example, an inspection that was never submitted and the 10 day inspection passes, you are telling the seller, time is of the essence. We accept this contract in an as current condition without asking for anything. Equally, though, on the inspection, if you were to submit something to the seller, an inspection notice, and 11.59 and 59 seconds, and then it flips to midnight, and then you haven't received a response and no resolution, the contract then falls apart. 
So I think that when Sarah's mentioning time is of the essence, time is of the essence, but understanding what time is of the essence is equally important because there's a lot of moving parts, but time is of the essence for all contracts, whether it's the acceptance, whether it's a contingency resolution, whether it's a closing, whether it's a possession, whether it's a funding, when the sellers get the money, when the buyers have to close. And so if you do not understand these deadlines, you are putting your clients at significant risk to miss a deadline, to have a resolved contingency that they really didn't expect to have resolved. You know, um, tell them a little bit about your philosophy. Uh, We have a deadline, for example, today we have a deadline on a loan commitment. Mm -hmm. And I still haven't heard from the lender. Mm -hmm. I have a few options as an agent representing my buyer when I still don't have a firm commitment. There are some aggressive things we can do and there's some, hey, let's see if we can work through them. What would you say are some of your options you do if you're representing that buyer and you still don't have loan commitment, loan commitments today? And remember, at 11.59 and 59 seconds, you still have that loan commitment open. At 12 o'clock, you are buying this home mm-hmm. without getting a loan. So what are you going to do at, uh, you know, you still have some time, banks are open and other, mm-hmm. but you're struggling to get that loan commitment. Give me some options. Yeah. So first and foremost, we like to set a deadline for our deadline um, because the worst feeling ever is knowing it's four o'clock on a deadline day and now you're backed up against the wall in terms of what options you have provided to you. So we would set a deadline of Monday, knowing that our deadline is, you know, Friday at four o'clock. And then another deadline of Thursday, just like a, oh, you know, S-H-I-T. <laughs> uh, I need to figure this out because I don't want to wait until the 11th hour and then have my clients pot- potentially suffer over it. But let's just say you didn't do that. And now it's four o'clock, as Mark mentioned. Uh, you do definitely have some options. So the most important one would be you want to send over an extension. Um, that would be the, probably the first thing I would recommend and do that as quick as you can and as early as possible. Um, because the only good news usually is that the agent on the other end doesn't want this deal to die either. And so a lot of the time they respect a Hail Mary in the same way we respect a Hail Mary. And it's better to, again, get ahead of it and say, Hey, you know, we haven't been able to get into contact with our lender and get that full, um, loan commitment, uh, with all of the, you know, um, conditions cleared. So I'm just going to go ahead and kick this back until Tuesday, just because that way it gives us a little bit more breathing room and time. Hope you guys are understanding rest assured. We're not moving our closing back. We're going to get this done, you know, and, and just get that extension. That would probably be my, my first thing. And I think a lot of agents, um, they get in their own way because they just assume that the agent will not agree to the extension. And then, you unfortunately are even in a more tight spot because you didn't even ask. So then your client's like, well, did you even ask for the extension? Like what a disservice to them if you don't even ask. First of all, they may say no verbally, but when they actually see the extension in front of them and then they show it to their client, it may be a different story. So always advocate for their best interest. Um, And then, you know, the other one would be 
potentially a mutual release, just having that signed and holding it and, and ultimately giving your client the option saying, here's our, here's what's happening. You know, this is our deadline day. We haven't been able to receive the loan commitment from your lender. Uh, if we don't make a decision, you know, we're put in an extremely difficult situation because we're moving forward. Um, and we no longer have the safety net uh, provided to us. Why don't we sign this? And then I can just have it in, back, in my back pocket. Ideally, we get the loan commitment before we need to use it, but we have it to, to protect you, um, which obviously that's never the best solution, but you definitely want to know what options you, you have. Sure. So um, I think you're looking to cooperate with the other agent to say, hey, m- let's make this work. Mm-hmm. Amendment, moving loan commitment. Mm-hmm. Secondly, we're going to have a mutual lease potentially if we can't get this because we have to protect our client. But there is also that third option. Look, um, Sarah, um, we haven't got that loan commitment. I need you to understand that today is our loan commitment. As we've been talking about the last two weeks, we have not gotten an official loan commitment. I am concerned if we don't have one and you cannot get financing and today passes, time is of the essence, today passes, you are going to have to close. So Sarah, what is your comfort level? Have you spoken to your financial planner? Have you spoken to your, your whoever it is, confidant or other? Are you able to move forward without getting a loan commitment? That would be the third option, but we also take it a step further because we want to reinforce to you, Sarah, sounds like you want to still move forward on this home, even if you don't have loan commitment. What I want to make sure is that you clearly understand the Gelman team is very conservative. The Gelman team actually has our clients sign this paper that says that you completely understand that you are waiving the loan commitment and moving forward and removing that contingency. Again, we want to clearly, because we talked about last week, communication, breakdowns, relationships can break. I don't want this relationship to break down over, I didn't tell you, I didn't clearly articulate it. So I just want to make sure that we're aligned. Mm -hmm. Sarah, I support 100%, whichever these we can do. Rest Mm -hmm. assured, I'm... I'm giving you confidence, rest assured. Right. I'm going to work hard to extend this. Easiest solution. But then we're going to have to resolve either one. I just want you to be aware. But let's not jump ahead Mm -hmm. because hopefully we get this amendment and then all's good. Right. Right. And also (laughs) just have to leave the little caveat. Ideally, you are aligning your clients with lenders that are going to be able to be responsive and have incredible attention to detail and pick up their phones, you know, in off hours, um, because that will help you to not ideally have to, um, be put in this situation. So that can be a whole nother podcast on, um, making sure you're aligning with vendors that are going to obviously give your client the best possible experience, uh, for whatever they're providing to them. But yes, I completely agree. And so it's not easy. Because this occurs in multiple, multiple ways. We see these across the board where we're continuing to have to manage and negotiate. So it's all about over-communicating and making sure that we over-inform. Mm-hmm. We good? That's it. That's it for today. 
That's it. We'll call it a wrap. 